welcome to Your Future in Finance, a podcast by AXR. We set up this podcast for young, up-and-coming professionals in the market to give them some insights into the thoughts and progression of executive finance leaders across the Australian market. Hi everyone, welcome back to Your Future in Finance, a podcast by AXR with me, Callum Jones-Bright. And Rick Jacobson. And uh, this week we've got an interesting chat with the head of Group FP&A for Stockland, um, Jenny. Um, so Rick, you had the chat with her, really interesting one. I had a listen earlier on, it was a pretty good listen for, for what was going on over there. Yeah, look, it's it's a tough time for property at the moment, but it seems that, that Stockland have... Um, you know, being a diversified property group, have been able to weather the storm quite well. Um, but yeah, look, it's just a quick five-minute chat today, guys. So um, let's jump right into it. Yeah, absolutely. And I will join you on the other side. Okay, guys, welcome today to AXR's um, Fireside Chats. Today, we've got Jenny Kligeropoulos, the head of FPNA from Stockland. Um, Jenny, a quick introduction. Why, why don't you tell us a bit about um, Stockland and, and your role over there? So I work at Stockland. I've been here for about two years. Um, Stockland is Australia's leading real estate group or one of. Um, so we are a diversified group. We operate in um, retail, workplace and logistics, residential communities, as well as retirement living. So I head up the planning, reporting and analytics team there at Stockland um, with my awesome team of about 45 people. Um, we support all of the business functions, uh, covering forecasting, monthly reporting. Uh, we support investor relations as well during half year and full year reporting and we're about to implement SAP which is going to really change the way that we operate and report so that's a really important exciting and also slightly terrifying opportunity we're looking forward to. Yeah that's a big project that's that's finally coming to fruition yep. isn't it yeah. That's right. And and what kind of impact has COVID-19 had on Stockland at the moment? Yeah so um, I guess it's it's obviously had some impact already, but it's expected to have a significant economic impact across Australia. Um, so as a whole, I think we're all a little bit nervous about what that could mean personally, also for the business, for our families and so forth. But I think um, in the earlier stages of the pandemic, it really caused discomfort and concern to our people. Um, but we've sort of quickly learned to adapt to that new environment. So the same really applies for the business. So at the beginning, it was all a bit COVID grey. There were new rules and codes coming in and we weren't quite sure what they would mean for our business and for our retailers or customers. Um, but we've kind of improved our response rate and our agility, um, as well as our communication style, I guess, to adopt to that um, difficult and challenging environment. So we are fortunate that we are a diversified property group. So some of our business units are less affected so far compared to mm. some of the others, um, yeah. which sort of balances things out a little bit. So yeah. our retail side of the business and workplace and logistics are probably the areas that have been more impacted so far, obviously with the closure of shopping centres and so forth. Um, so retail has been directly impacted with the social distancing restrictions. Um, we've seen a few businesses closing during the isolation period, which obviously um, puts a strain on some businesses. Yeah. So we'll need to determine how effective some of the government health packages have been, as well as implementation of the code, which sees us trying to support the businesses that are facing hardships during this period. Um, 
for workplace and logistics, I think the impacts are largely to be seen as our workplace trends change with time. So there's been there's been a little bit of discussion about you know flexibility and what that may mean for people working from home in the future. Um, and if it is on a more permanent basis, I guess you'd expect the demand for office space to reduce. But conversely, because we do have distancing measures in place, there could be you know trends where you've got more office space per person, so that could offset um, you know people working from home. Um, so. As always, we're going to look for opportunities and what may come from that current environment and see what works best for our customers as well as our business. Yeah, and I see you're back in the office today. Um, how how is, has COVID-19 um, affected the way you guys as, as a team are working? Yeah, look, um, it's kind of been different for different people, different parts of the team. Um, so I think, yeah, the impacts kind of are varied depending on your role and personal circumstances. So um, I don't know, I guess I could probably segment it into a few different groups. So, you know, there's the parents that are at home. Um, they've had to struggle with homeschooling as well as juggling, you know, with the working um, mm. environment from home. Um, we've got some young couples uh, who work, you know, in smaller spaces typically. So, yeah. you know, the one and two bedroom apartments, two people at home, um, kind of happy to be able to focus a bit more on health and so forth, but also struggling with the space and um, yeah. the confinement. Um, yeah. We've got a lot of naturally introverted people in our finance team who are very comfortable being at home and there's not much change in their lifestyle or working style. Yeah. Um, and then we've got extroverted people who can't wait to get back and are missing the social interaction and social side of work. So we've got a bit of a segmentation across the team. Um, yeah. It's been challenging trying to balance that and make sure that we've got opportunities to socialise with, you know, weekly Zoom chats and so forth, daily check-ins, um, but that we've also got, you know, um, allowances for those who are quite comfortable sort of sticking to phone calls with no video and so forth. Okay. <laughs> Personally, I live on my own. I have a home office. I'd never used it before. Um, I'm super happy with my own company, but at the same time, I've worn myself out a bit after, you know, three months. So I'm ready to get back to the office and, you know, ready for those social interactions again. Yeah, definitely. And, and has there been any learning curves for you as a leader within the business during this, this pan yeah. global pandemic? Yeah, um, I guess on a daily basis, I mean, I've got quite a large team. Um, and the day sort of takes over and it makes it difficult to have interactions with everyone, obviously, every day. Mm. So I guess I've certainly learned a lot more about my team and my team members, um, which I think makes me a little bit more yes. empathetic as a leader um, yeah. to people's personal circumstances. So in trying times particularly, I think empathy can be um, very important in helping to support your team. Yep. Um, through the different challenges that they might face, whether it's personal or whether it's work-related. So, um, and I think also um, watching our uh, executive leadership team through this time, they really adapted their communication style. Um, they've been informing us about the different measures that government's taking, that business is taking. They've been responding to regulations, obviously, with speed and agility. And that's been quite um, inspiring to watch. Um, mm. Yeah, and the, the agility, I guess, in their communication style as well. So they've been doing fortnightly um, meetings across the organisation via, you know, online media, which has been great and allows the opportunity yeah, right. for us to ask all our questions. Um, and there have been a lot of questions during this time because obviously no one knows what's 
you know, what's going to happen, what are the outcomes and so forth. So that's been yeah. really positive for the business as a whole, I think. Oh, good. And looking forward, um, how do you see the business, the business um, post COVID-19? Um, do you think that there might be any positives that have come out of, of this in, in the coming months? Yeah, look, um, I think that we're certainly going to be challenged in the way that we look at office spaces and communal spaces like shopping centres going forward. Yep. So I think in that there's going to be opportunity and there will be challenge yep. um, where there's challenges, opportunity. So, um, yeah, so I guess we'll just need to consider that sort of those, you know, the COVID sort of distancing measures will need to be considered going forward yep. um, in projects and so forth. Um, I think there's going to be groups of people who probably want to work on, will want to hold on to this working style, like working from home more. Um, so I think there'll probably be more opportunities for that to happen. At the yeah. same time, I think um, as a team and as a business, we'll probably be challenged to figure out the best way and most effective way to make that happen. Because I think when every, whilst everyone's at home at the same time, it's kind of easy for everyone to manage. And whilst everyone's in the office all the time, kind of easy to manage but when you've got to split teams it's mm. another layer of complexity that we just need to get used to and work through yeah um, I, think. I think yeah so the, the real positive that I've seen so far and I hope continues is just the new sense of community that I've seen um, and the increase in awareness of one person's own impact on the community and those around them um, so I guess you know at the if we think back Back to the beginning of the pandemic, there were lots of stockouts on a lot of basic, you know, household products. Yeah. I don't understand the toilet paper, but that's <laughs> the obvious example. Um, but then we sort of quickly self-assessed after a few weeks and kind of said, hang on a minute, there's less, there's more vulnerable people that can't go and get these basic supplies. So we adjusted, mm. you know, supermarket timings and so forth to allow the vulnerable to go in first. Mm. And I think that sort of um, social consciousness and adaptation um, to sort of conform to that sense of community and well-being of the country as a whole and what we have to do together. Um, mm. I think that's been a real positive and I kind of hope that some of that also transitions to our thinking in the workspace too. Yeah, I, I agree. That's a great um, way to finish um, and, and something really positive that hopefully all businesses across Australia will will bring that empathy in into the workforce. And um, I... I thank you very much for your time today and your insights into um, business during the Corona pandemic. Um, and well, wish, wish Stockland the very best going forward and look forward to shopping in, in uh, some of the, the shopping centers in the coming months. Um, yes. Yeah. And awesome. um, yeah, thank you so much for your time, Jenny. Thanks Rick. Thank you very much for joining us, Jenny. That was really insightful and hope the listeners today got something out of it. Cal, what, what did you think? Yeah, I found it interesting to listen to, obviously, the impact on the property space. i um, been speaking to a few clients who are talking about potential downsizes and things like that in the future. But, but again, you know, right now, they probably need more space because of everything going on. But it'd be interesting to see how the workplace looks. I think post-COVID is one thing I'm, I'm really interested to see, um, whenever that may be, you know. Yeah, and, and, you know, maybe there'll be more space needed for social distancing. And, That's and it, yeah. I mean, I think we came into this thinking it was a few months, and now it's coming up to six months. We're sort of like, well, 
what 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 is the end game here? So yeah, you you just don't know, do you, at this point how it's going to play out? But I think there's definitely uh, some twists and turns to come for sure. Yeah, and um, for for all of you out there listening, um, happy for you to reach out if if you'd like to find out about the market. Um, we're always here to chat. Absolutely, yeah. Always happy to have a talk around what we're seeing and the trends that are coming in. And I think you know we we both seen a pick up fairly well recently so that's good to see and hopefully it continues you know yeah and um hopefully things get back to normal soon what is normal uh, yeah (laughs) the the new normal (laughs) yeah it'll be interesting to see what it looks like socially distanced office perhaps yeah not too bad (laughs) all right well thanks guys take care see ya